Tomorrow on The Ron Show, by the way, Atlanta City Councilman Jason Dozier on to talk about parking. I know that sounds like such a boring topic, but it's actually kind of fascinating because there are some new parking regulations coming into like the CBD, the downtown area, some of these hyper-dense areas of the city where new buildings, new developments are going to have some tighter restrictions, meaning less parking, meaning use the mass transit to get around a little more, folks, or your two legs if they're both working. Anyway, we're going to talk to him about that tomorrow. I'm kind of fascinated by it. So here we are on the heels of the Warnock victory, and now it's starting to come out. First of all, there was a story in The Atlantic uh, a couple weeks ago that uh, insinuated that the Herschel Walker candidacy was a slap in the face to black Americans. And, not to be outdone, Ernie Suggs at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution wrote the same thing. This opinion piece is titled, Unapologetically ATL Opinion on Herschel Walker and blackness. And here's how the thing starts. I take no joy in writing this, but our Herschel Walker nightmare, it appears, is over. When I say over, I mean black people. Since Donald Trump, and by default the Republican Party, hoisted Walker onto the political stage last August to challenge Raphael Warnock in hopes that he would become the junior senator from Georgia, I, along with millions, had borne witness to what can best be described as a mess dominated by talk of vampires, werewolves, cows, and China's bad air. Walker's senatorial loss in Tuesday's runoff to Warnock was a sad end to what many black people have thought all along. Herschel Jr. Walker was not the best representation of what black people had to offer on a political stage or anywhere else. Walker appears to be a clown. He is just not a serious person, said 42-year-old Marietta voter Nicholas Brown. It's one thing to be black and a Republican, but it's another thing to go on TV making a mockery of yourself. I am ashamed every time Mr. Walker is on TV because I know why he is there, and it's sad that he is letting people use him like that. Let me put a pin in that and pull away from this uh, uh, opinion piece real quick to say that I yesterday if you listened, said that I felt sorry for Herschel being used the way Trump and the GOP used him. And you're hearing that now from African-American voices too. Let me get back to Ernie's piece. Let's keep it real. Walker was put on the Republican ticket as a color-coded counter to Warnock and an attempt to appeal to black voters and convince them that the grass is greener with the GOP. Aesthetically and politically, There is nothing wrong with that. One of the great things about America is that anybody and everybody, from Abraham Lincoln to Barack Obama to Marjorie Taylor Greene, is free to run for political office regardless of their qualifications or background. Black people are not monolithic, and it would be a good thing for the country if more of us showed interest in the party of Lincoln. In fact, black men, although the numbers are still comparatively small, have been coming around to parts of the Republican message. But as much as Republicans claim they want black people, they did very little to show it, whether in the policies they put forth or the seeming lack of effort as evidenced by them pulling from among the worst of us to lead us. While Warnock had people like Barack Obama campaigning for him, Walker trotted out the likes of Trump, Green, Ted Cruz, and Lindsey Graham, none of whom have ever been accused of being a champion 
for black interests. And on that note, I'm going to remind you of this rant that Lindsey Graham went on appealing to try and get more support for Herschel Walker, but not from black voters, from white voters who he hopes will pull Herschel across the finish line to send a message to black voters. Listen to this. Do you remember this? Yeah, and here's the most important point I'm going to make tonight. They're, they're trying to destroy Herschel to deter young men and women of color from being Republicans. If they destroy Herschel, it will deter people of color from wanting to be a conservative Republican because you just have your life ruined. We cannot let that happen. We need, his, we need to have his back. If Herschel wins, he's going to inspire people all over Georgia of color to become Republicans, and I say all over the United States. Herschel Walker is a nightmare for liberals. He's an African-American conservative. They have belittled him. They have treated him like crap. His family stand by Herschel tonight. If you can give, give. If you know somebody that can give, ask them to do it. TeamHerschel.com. The conservative movement for people of color is on the ballot in Georgia. We must help people like Herschel for the benefit of our country and the future of conservatism. TeamHerschel.com, please. I mean, that rant was all about how Herschel's victory would help the party win over a new generation of voters of color. Nothing policy-wise, nothing substantive about that. Nothing that pitches how the party is good for people of color, despite all their efforts at voter suppression, dismissing civil unrest in 2020 on the heels of police overreach. The party's been dismissive about inner city issues, police disparity, judicial disparities, educational outcome disparities, income inequality. Didn't say a word about any of that. Now, it was more about why Herschel winning would be good for the party, <laughs> which just goes to tell you what Ernie Suggs is writing in his OP in the AJC is spot on. I'll share this to our Facebook page, The Ron Show Radio, at Ron Show ATL on Twitter as well, and the unrolled thread from the last segment as well on both of those. Incidentally, maybe this only interests me. Apparently, according to the Georgia Secretary of State's office, 2,600 people did exactly what Jeff Duncan did. Checked in, walked in, voted for neither, and left. Fascinating, right? All right, before we end the show, let me say happy birthday to America One Radio's Jeremy Brasile. Have a great birthday. Don't tie one on too hard, my friend. We will see you tomorrow, 5 to 6 p.m. here on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Archived audio, RonShowATL.com.